All right, before we even get started, I have to say thank you so much for sharing this podcast, for telling your friends about it, for reposting on your socials, leaving comments, giving us amazing ratings. I am so thankful that you guys are getting so much out of this. Hi, guys, and welcome to episode eight of Business Shit. I'm your host, Mimi G, and today's topic is, is your confidence failing you? Now, having self-confidence will determine how you allow people to treat you, what you believe you are worth, and how successful you will be. But let me clarify how you build confidence, because I think that there's a misconception. You ready? Let's talk some shit. Now, before I even get into this, um, I, I have to share this. So, you know, I, I think that the success of the podcast and the episodes being so great um, has made me put some pressure on myself. And I think this is actually <laughs> really funny and about as raw as it gets. So I've been sitting here probably for about the last hour and a half trying to record this podcast. And I keep stopping and restarting um, because I feel like I'm just not hitting the mark. I'm not, I'm not giving you what I want to give you. And it's so funny because I'm overwhelming myself and I'm, I'm actually frustrating myself. And I'm sitting here with Norris and he's like, how are you losing confidence on the episode about confidence? <laughs> and I'm like, I don't know. I'm stressing myself out. So I decided to just take a breather and just relax and do what the hell I preach. Okay, so we're just going to give you what we have to give you. And it's going to touch you in a way that, you know, might be different for somebody else. But that's sort of the whole point. Right. So I'm going to stop stressing myself. All right. Listen. One of the things that I think I've heard um, and I have seen written in articles about me is you are so confident. I hear that all the time. And I think it's really funny because apparently it comes off like I have some kind of like confidence magic power or something. And in fact, um, I don't. Uh, you know, I don't think that confidence is something that you have or don't have. I think it's something that you learn through, you know, self-awareness, practice, and most importantly, your willingness to try. Now, I didn't see a whole lot of confidence growing up, right? I'm a teen runaway, so I left home really young. So I don't know that I had the benefit of seeing confidence early on in my life, but I did learn it um, through a series of unfortunate events. Um, but all of that sort of brought me to where I am today. Now, 85% of the emails that I get have to do with being afraid, Apparently, a lot of you are just scared. You're afraid to try. You're afraid to put yourself out there. You're afraid to deal with the possibility of failure. You're afraid to ask for what you want. And that fear is coming from your lack of confidence. So I'm going to share something. I have a friend who is incredibly talented, and she took a huge leap of faith last year when she quit her job to pursue her passion. Now, my friends have the added benefit of getting one-on-one -on -one coaching sessions with me um, whenever we meet for lunch, right, or, or dinner. And so I met with her recently. We're just catching up. And, you know, I'm always interested to see, you know, where she is right now, what's happening, what's, you know, what's come, come about. And she was telling me excitedly that she had just booked this gig and that she was, you know, looking forward to it. And because she knows me, she immediately said, now, you know, I'm doing it for free, but, you know, I'm going to build that relationship and it's a really good connection. And I said, all right, that's awesome. I let her talk. And then I was like, all right, I'm going to stop you now. <laughs> And I said, the first thing I need you to do is to stop doing shit for free. 
her immediate response was, yeah, but, you know, I wanted to, like, get the gig and build the relationship. And I had to point out that her lack of confidence kept her from asking for what she wanted. Now, when they called her to ask her about doing the gig, they had immediately assumed that it was for free. So she asked, what's the budget? And they said, oh, well, uh, we were under the impression that this was going to be uh, for free. <laughs> and so she said, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just, you know, wanted to, to ask. Um, but yeah, it is complimentary. And then, you know, I'm, I'm hoping to build a relationship, et cetera, et cetera. And I said to her, first of all, your mistake was in letting them assume that you were going to do it for free because now, because of your lack of confidence, right? you let them know that you're a small fish in a big pond. And I have this really big belief that no matter how small your business is, you need to make that shit look like it's big. You People think that we have, you know, like a 15, 20 person staff in this mug and it's like three of us, you know what I'm saying? But that's what you do. So for me, I felt like immediately they had this impression that she needed them more than they needed her. So she says to me, well, what should I have done? And I said, what you should have done was, this is not for free. <laughs> this is my rate. And is it in your budget? Now, you're, you know, you're free to negotiate and make whatever rate changes you want to make and, and do all of that. But what I wanted her to understand is that her fear of not getting a job or not booking a gig or not making a relationship is keeping her from moving forward because you immediately let them know that you undervalue yourself when you said you're going to do it for free. Now you've done too many things for free. And I think a lot of us do that when we get afraid to ask for what we want. It's because we're fearful of rejection. And then that fear eats up our confidence. And then we get stuck in this place and we're unable to move forward. And and now I, I set her straight and I love her to death and she's hilarious and, and, and we spend so much time together laughing. And as we're talking and I'm giving her all of this advice and she would say, okay, great, I'm, I'm gonna, I, I hope that I can do this. And I'd have to stop her again and say, okay, no, you don't hope, you know you're gonna do this. And it's sort of like a constant thing that you have to keep reminding yourself. And all of that has to do with your level of confidence and how much you think you're worth, right? What, what do you think your value is? Now, I think that people who um, don't have confidence think that in order for you to have confidence, you have to first be successful, but I think it's actually the other way around. It's easy to be confident when something's going right, right? When everything's working out, then you feel very confident, but then what happens when it doesn't work out? You know, experiencing small moments of success gives you uh, a level of momentary confidence in your ability. But is that building self-confidence? No, because instead what you've done is you've set yourself up to be reliant on the success in order to feel confident. When you don't succeed, you're just going to go right back to doubting yourself feeling insecure, being afraid, being disappointed, engaging in negative talk. And now you create this little vicious cycle that happens over and over again because your level of confidence is relying solely on whether or not something works out for you. Your goal needs to be to remain confident and positive even during challenging times. Now, confidence is mostly about using pitfalls and challenges in your life 
as lessons instead of failures and remembering that it's just an experience. It's not an ending, right? I think people who are fearful lack confidence and that fear makes them think like everything is going to end if it doesn't work out instead of knowing that this is going to pass. It's just an experience. It's just something that's happening and you're going to move forward from it. But the only way to move forward is if you have confidence in your ability to do so. Now, I had a series of moments in my life that helped build my confidence, and I didn't realize it then, but I am fully aware of it now in my life. Now, I attribute my level of confidence to my willingness to try. I have had moments of fear, but I never let my willingness to try be trumped by fear. So yeah, I was afraid. I'm still afraid in certain things that I do now, but I don't let the fear stop me, right? Because I'm always willing to at least try. If you can get the trying part down, right? You've halfway won that battle. So for me, I would do something that was called on-the-job learning. So I would go into a job interview and I would sit there and they'd be asking me all these questions. And then, you know, usually one of the questions was something along the lines of, so are you proficient in Microsoft Excel? And I would be like, oh, yeah, yeah, I know Excel frontwards and backwards. And I didn't know shit about Microsoft Excel, but I knew that I was willing to learn it and willing to put in all the effort that I needed to do in order to keep that job, right? And so I knew that if I didn't know anything about Microsoft Excel, I was gonna learn it, I was gonna learn it quickly, and I was gonna execute, and that build my confidence in my ability to learn things quickly and then to be able to take what I learned and execute it. Now, I'm not telling you to go around lying about your abilities, but I had to do what I had to do to get a job. The point is that having the ability, the willingness to try helped me build confidence over and over by taking little actionable steps. You know, I truly believe that real confidence is built on the actions that you take and your willingness to try. Because once you understand that, you realize that your success wasn't in the outcome, but in the actual act of trying. Trying builds confidence. Confidence builds success. You know, I think that when you want to achieve greatness, you have to believe, one, that you're capable, and two, that you're worthy. I had a really bad experience at a job once um, that sort of showed me that I was worth more than I initially thought at the time. So what happened is I worked at this job. This was one of my nine to five jobs. And I had been there since the very beginning. It was a startup company and it was just the two owners uh, and me. And because it was just the two owners and me, I ended up having to take on a lot of responsibility that necessarily wasn't in my job description. Um, but I did it because I believe that when it, whatever your job is, you should put in full effort. So I wanted to do the best possible job that I could. In that two and a half years that I was there, the company had grown so much and they had hired new employees and they were doing really great. And I was coming up for review. And, you know, I had been there quite, quite a while and I felt like I had been there since day one and so that I had, you know, gotten to a point where I deserved a race. It was just a 3% increase, so it wasn't a huge raise, but for me it was, you know, something that could really, you know, help me. I was a single mom and, you know, I needed the extra money. And 
I, I came up for review and I remember I walked into the office and I was sitting there with the CFO and he looked at me and we were having this conversation and he was telling me what a great employee I was and how they appreciated all my efforts and how dependable I was and yada, yada, yada. And then when he was done, he was like, but unfortunately, <laughs> we just can't give you that raise right now, but we're going to review again in six months. Now we had already gone, gone through this whole six month review thing before and I knew where that was going. So I said, you know, I think that I have earned this increase and I am going to ask that you go back and talk to so-and-so and so-and-so, which were the other two owners. And on Monday, this was a Friday, and on Monday, maybe we can meet again and, and see if you've changed your mind. So I went home that weekend. I went back to work on Monday and I went in to meet. And he said, you know, we talked about it, we discussed it, and, you know, although, you know, we agree that you are a valuable employee and, and you're dedicated and you've done a great job, we just simply can't do it and we're, we're going to have to, you know, reconvene in, in six months and, you know, see if we can do it then. And I said, well, I, you know, I appreciate you guys meeting and talking about it, but unfortunately that doesn't work for me, so I'm going to have to give you my two weeks notice. Now, let me be honest about something. I don't I don't think that when I walked into that office on Monday, I was going to quit my job. Um, but in the moment, that's how I felt. In the moment, I felt like I'm worth more than this and I think I need to walk away. What happened was he then looked at me and said, are you sure you want to do that? You're a single mom and a minority. And I thought to myself, are you crazy? I couldn't even believe that he fixed his mouth to tell me some shit like that. And I was so insulted by, by what he said to me that I was like, yeah, I'm sure. And I walked out of the office, I grabbed my things and I went home for the day. And what's crazy is that he must have gone and talked to the other two owners and they might have then told him that he had stuck his foot in his ass and that he shouldn't have said that to me because when I went in the next day, um, I had a really nice check waiting for me. And um, I gave the two weeks notice and then took about two weeks worth of vacation time that I had and walked away from that job. Now, if I would have known then what I know now, that check would have been a whole lot bigger and I would probably be sitting here having this podcast episode on a yacht and not on this damn Ikea couch, but I didn't know any better back then. I just know that I walked away from a job because one, I felt undervalued, I was insulted, and I didn't want to work anywhere that made me feel like I was less than because I was a minority, I was a woman, and I was a mom. And I thought, fuck you. I don't need this job. I had at that point enough confidence in myself to know that I just need to go get another job and I don't need to take this shit. That's for sure. And that's what I did. I left. And, you know, I took that check and I took about a month off. And that was real nice because I have been working since I was, I think, 17 years old. So that was the first time that I had ever taken a break, <laughs> right? And, you know, I, I remember I bought some things for my kids and we ate really good and I put some money aside. And what happened after that was actually really fantastic. But I didn't know it then. But, you know, in, in that moment when I was in that office, I had two options. One is I could take that shit he was feeding me. I could go back to my desk and continue being an undervalued and unappreciated employee, or two, I could bet on myself. 
I could bet on the fact that I had enough skill set and enough confidence to walk out on my own and get another job. And that's what I did. I bet on myself. That gave me a lot of self-confidence. And that also made me feel that I was worth so much more than what they were leading me to believe I was worth. Now, leaving that job was actually a really great thing because the next job that I got was working for somebody who was a huge mentor for me and somebody that um, I appreciate so much. I started working for this man who was the complete opposite, right? He loved to pour into me. He loved to teach me. He loved to encourage me. He loved to to have me have experiences that I hadn't had before. So, you know, working for him gave me the ability to see somebody who lived his life in complete and utter confidence. I mean, that man um, lived his life without fear. Now, I'm sure he had certain fears, right? But I never saw them. What I saw was somebody who was never afraid to ask for what he wanted. He negotiated in a way that made me afraid for him. <laughs> I remember I would sit in his office and he would be on the phone negotiating something, a, a deal or something, and he would get so, you know, hyped up about what he wanted and what he deserved. And if the conversation didn't go well. He would say, this is what I want. If you don't have it, then we can't move forward. And he would hang up the phone. And I would be sitting there like, this dude is crazy. But what I realized was that he knew exactly what his company and what he was valued at, what he was worth. He knew what he would bring to the table. And that's how he lived his life. So I had the ability to spend seven years at that job around him, learning from him and seeing really what confidence can do, not just for your personal life, but for your business. And I think that was one of the greatest experiences that I had because when I went on my own, when I started working for myself, I was so confident in my ability. Now, that didn't mean that I wasn't afraid. I was afraid. But I didn't let the fear take over, right? I knew that I was confident enough that I could go out on my own, start this business, and be successful, What's funny is that, you know, although I think confidence is your greatest skill set and it absolutely is related to your life and your business, it's not always easy, even when you think that you have a lot of confidence. So, for example, when I first started blogging, you know, you put yourself out there and when you start to post publicly, you know, if people think that it gives them permission to have an opinion uh, to comment and to sometimes, you know, make comments that should be left unsaid. <laughs> um, you know, when I first started posting, I thought that I had a certain level of confidence until somebody told me that my damn legs were fat. Now, listen, they were my legs my whole life. They have been my legs. I never for a second thought that I had fat legs. Like, what is fat legs? But that comment made me feel so terrible about myself that I was, became so self-conscious about my legs. And then people would say, oh, you look too thin, or you look too fat, or your dress is ugly. I mean, people get really bold behind these keyboards. And if you don't have confidence to begin with, that can kill your spirit. And I thought I had a high level of confidence, but even that shit made me rethink even wanting to do that, even wanting to be a blogger, even wanting to share publicly because I felt so bad whenever I read those comments. But here's the thing. I kept taking action, regardless of what the hell people were saying, even those nasty trolls. I kept posting. I kept sharing. I kept 
wearing whatever the hell I wanted to wear, regardless of what anybody else was going to think, because I wanted to wear it. It was what I liked. All of those different instances of me continuing to take action and me continuing to try is what built my confidence even more than I already thought I had confidence. And then that confidence helped build my success. Now, confidence can help you do a lot of things. It certainly has helped me build this business that I have, but you know, it helps me feel secure in my ability to execute it keeps me less stressed about what I'm working on and less distracted. And I'm not afraid to ask for what I'm worth, right? I think that is one of the hardest things, especially um, for women, is to be able to stand up and ask for what you think you are worth in your personal life. Maybe it's in your relationships, right? Maybe you're in a relationship that maybe you deserve better or um, maybe it's your job. Maybe you feel like you deserve to have gotten a raise and you didn't get it, or maybe it's your business. Whatever it is, you cannot be afraid to ask for what you're worth, but you're always gonna be afraid, right, if you don't take action, because action is what changes that feeling of being fearful. Now, the actionable to do today is a little bit different. I'm going to give you a couple of things that I think is really important to anybody's life. I want you to reflect on them. The first one is in order to continue to build your confidence, you have to be and stay prepared. Now, that means that you have to consistently work on increasing your skill set, which I am always doing. You have to always try to increase your knowledge. You need to put in the time to do all of those things. You know, if you want something bad enough, you need to work for it. You need to put in the time to do it. And putting time and effort into the things that you want to do will help you feel prepared. Once you feel prepared, that increases your level of faith that you have in yourself so that you feel ready, right? You need to feel ready in order to be uh, confident enough to take something else on, especially if something isn't working out or if you're afraid of something. The more prepared you are, the less fearful you are. Uh, two is to set up backup tools, right? Now, you know, you might listen to my podcast episode and feel super energized and inspired and motivated, but then, you know, 30 minutes after you've listened, an hour after you've listened, a day after you've listened, three days after you've listened, that sort of adrenaline that you get from listening to me goes away. It starts to die down. And you need to be able to motivate yourself to keep doing it even if you're afraid. And so if you have these tools that you can sort of reach for when things aren't working out, then you have a better chance of getting through them. So if you need to listen to the podcast again, or you need to read a motivational book, or you need to find inspiration or treat yourself to something, anything to distract you from falling back into doubt and fear. Three is you need to change your approach. This can be a little hard because training yourself to work through challenges can be hard, but it increases your belief in your abilities and therefore increases your overall confidence. Now, when you find yourself working through a difficult time, you have two options. You can choose to complain, start to worry, start feeling anxious about it, start negative talk, or you can see whatever it is that you're going through as a challenge to increase your level of intensity, right? So if you can see it as a challenge, as a way to increase your positive response, that will train you to work at a higher level versus giving up just because something is hard or because you're afraid, 
The most important one is to stop waiting for permission to do something. You see, confidence is built by trying, taking action, and not relying on its outcome to define whether or not you were successful. You were successful in your trying. That is what's going to build your confidence, trying regardless of fear, regardless of doubt. All right, guys, I want you to think about these things that I just talked about and then apply them to your current situation. Lastly, I think it's really important to have a safe place where you can share your ideas, get advice, feel encouraged. So we started a Facebook group for business shit. It's linked in the podcast episode, also on the, uh, on the website. So if you go to businessshit.com and look for today's episode, it'll be linked there. I hope you will join. I hope you will share. I hope you will tell your stories. And so you can inspire one another and just have a great place for like-minded people and listeners of business shit. All right, guys, we have reached the email segment, and today I'm going to just do one question. The question is, um, hi, Mimi, I have been following you for years now. You actually inspired me to finally take that leap and make my passion for sewing my full-time business. My question is, I've had a lot of requests from followers to do tutorials, but I've never done one, and I'm quite shy. I only have access to my cell phone to record videos. What are your suggestions on how to get over the initial fear and get started making tutorials? Thank you for all that you do. Okay. First of all, this episode is for you. <laughs> all the previous episodes are for you, so go back and listen. This is the thing, and, and I don't want to come off um, like I'm insensitive, but you just need to get over that shit. You're letting fear keep you from doing something and fear will keep you from moving forward in all aspects of your life. If you're scared, who gives a fuck? Do it anyway. You guys have heard me say this. Do not let fear keep you from doing something that you want to do. And here's the thing. You haven't even tried right? You haven't even tried. First of all, you have a cell phone. Great. You don't need anything more than a cell phone. Okay. Don't buy into the hype that you need all of this equipment. You don't set up your cell phone, talk to it and do the tutorial. At least try it, start doing it and put it out there. And regardless of being fearful of how it's going to get received or comments you're going to get, you are successful in the trying. You tried it. You've succeeded. Now, whether it does great or it doesn't, that's not the point. The point is that you tried and therefore succeeded, and now you will keep trying and keep trying. The number one thing that you have to remember is that if you don't try, you have already failed. And so what do you want to do? Do you want to go through your life saying, well, I could have done this, but I was too afraid and then never having done it? Or do you want to say, you know what, I was afraid, but I did it anyway, and it worked out. It didn't work out. I learned a lesson. I learned something new, but at least you gave it a shot, right? It's either do it or don't do it. But stop waiting for me or anybody else to give you some sort of like magical piece of advice that's going to keep you from being afraid. If you're afraid, you're going to fucking be afraid. Do the shit anyway, really. That's all that it takes. Do it anyway. If people are asking you to do a tutorial, that means that there is a demand for whatever it is that you're doing or sharing, right? They, they want to see you. So stop being afraid and just take action. All right, guys, 
Thank you so much for listening. And remember, in order for your business to succeed, it has to be the shit. It needs to solve a problem, help get them past their current stage, earn their respect, and build trust. I'm out.